China and stuff, Japan, Japan, China to an extent, commute like you know the same way in the Iran or in the West they we view as like privacy stuff. That is, it's almost like second nature to mm-hmm. us. That like if somebody wants, like I don't know, it's second nature that uh, you go to a doctor and, for example, you go alone and you know they tell you the thing and all that. I feel like in those commu- the, those places. Uh, security of communities far more second nature to an extent like for example from what i hear about the fact that a lot of people themselves wear masks whenever they have flu or any sort of yeah. sickness uh, the level of like the i mean from what i hear about a uh, couple of my friends used to work in japan and korea so this is not china but like the level of community relations and stuff seem to be much higher and stuff and so that's maybe an it's a bit of point. that an but maybe point. like i know in philippines like so, i mean each country and each culture here is different we're not some kind of generalizing yeah, yeah, bullshit. Uniquely, yeah. but yeah. in philippines and perhaps this exists in other countries of the world too like when you break down the government starting from the state government you reach this point where it reaches like the community kind of level of governance ah. and the community has its own leader and apparently, like during the lockdowns, especially like during the first year or two, and they had lockdowns for a really long time, it was the community, like the <coughs> head of like the community of that of that yeah, area, yeah, and, or whatever, or yeah. yeah, or like maybe it's like a more a formal thing. They Elected. were the one who would make the decision on the lockdowns. So if we have any Filipino viewers, maybe you can um, just kind of clarify, clarify that. But yeah, what you just said kind of reminded me of that uh, i i mean look it sounds maybe it sounds a slightly like racist and ignorant pre- everything we're saying with, yes yeah prejudice 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 but i never you i've never found any of these like after knowing two three people from certain country you see how all these stereotypes fall apart like they're not true and stuff but one thing i did certainly notice that there seemed to be way more conservatism in terms of respect for family and respect for government Mm. among the people from Chinese community, Japanese community, Korean community, like all my, like I'm talking very anecdotally based Mm. on my classmates and university mates. And like, I, like Mm. I, it was very odd to me. People liking their government was just, (laughs) I never had yeah. come across of that. Like it was the weirdest thing. Like I've never seen, but that was something that I did see on number of occasions with both Japanese and Chinese, yeah. which is completely different cultures and stuff. But, but it was very odd to me that, you know, it's just, I yeah. never seen anybody who likes government. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, I I'm, not talking, yeah. I, I, I'm not talking academic level yeah. government spending, blah, blah, blah. Talking at a normally normy people, like I've, you know, I, and I've lived in an Arabic country. I lived in a, like a Russian-speaking country, uh, Iran, obviously European country, English-speaking country. So you know that did stand out to me. Maybe I'm being anecdotal and racist. Let me know. So yeah, I've never, I've never um, come across that or thought of that, but that is interesting. I just. Reminded me, like in the U.S., it's literally the opposite, right? They're they're collecting guns in their households for that <laughs> for that eventual doomsday, where they're gonna go kill all the government officials. The government is gonna come after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, so it's they definitely bad. don't it's, have the it's, same. It's uh, pretty. Right. I would say it's a pretty. I don't know. Like in Iran, there is. I mean, I grew up in such. Like in. I don't know if you might have heard this in your. Like they they used to call you a cuckold if you worked for the government. Mm. That's literally like it was a thing. Like what are you? You don't have honor. You don't <laughs> want to work for money. Like gov- Like working for government uh, yeah, was no, seen no, no. as sort of a you know welfarey sort of thing. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I found that very odd. That's, Interesting. that's just maybe personal experience. I, yeah, I might, I don't want to make, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a generalization. It's just something I observed probably wrongly. No, no, no. Very interesting. And just, um, just to wrap it up and you're mentioning that, you know, you just observed that that way, which is if you're interested in China, like me, but you know, don't let my ignorance <laughs> make it so that I'm not interested in China. He mentioned a very interesting newsletter that he reads all the time. I wrote it down here. Sanaism. Yeah. I'm looking for it. Where is it? China. Sino- oh, I have it on my phone. If anyone's ever interested. There we go. Apparently, this is it. I found it. It's like a substack. Sinicism or sinus. Oh, shit. It's not zooming. S-I-N-O-C-I-S-M. Sinicism? probably a probably a play on word and sino is related to china you know everything mm. like sinophile is somebody who loves yeah. everything to do with I china see. so, so it's then cynicism is, yeah. cynicism mixed with sino so it's probably a pun sort of a yeah. play on words so like, I cynic, like looking at the sino word with a cynical eye or something exactly. I guess, I yeah no that makes complete sense and i haven't looked at the articles themselves or maybe the newsletter shit but um, you know, he knows a lot about China, Matt Stoller, and he recommended and he said about COVID and all this, like way before COVID hit, like through this newsletter, they were already covering that it and all part. That. that part, though, I, I'm sorry, but that part he says, like, he found that a bit. It's but like I, you, we talked about this, like, I think. Sorry, which part, which show. part of it? Because uh, I don't remember yeah, exactly what I said about COVID. I just remember the newsletter thing. He said on the COVID, like I could see it because I was reading all these Chinese uh. stuff, but nobody was paying attention. And he was so right on that because I, man, I remember it was so weird. There was a pandemic in China. All the news channels were saying it's a pandemic in China. <laughs> and everybody in, like Iran, Middle East was cool. Then it happened in Iran. Everybody in Europe was cool. And then it happened in Europe. Everybody in America, like it was so weird. It took like four months for people yeah. to panic. Like it was if you're no. going to panic like <laughs> day one. Yeah, I know. It took a good... I mean, I remember in January, CNN was already um, showing it and stuff. No, man, but... way before. Even I remember even in... Uh, uh, be, like before the new year the, in what is mm. Iran's... Like Bahman. Oh, no, that's March. And... That's that's really late, though. Like, Sorry? that's March. That's really late. Like, on the 11th of nah. March, 2020, on the 11th of no, March, 2020. Too, no, Bahman, Bahman is... No, no, you, sorry, you are right. I'm mixing things up. In, yeah. I meant to say in fall, in, um, sorry, in Azar. Time. Oh, so sorry. yeah, in November, Azar, December. Aban, Aban. So November, yeah, Scorpio, December. Uh, Scorpio. Yeah, what's... Thinking, I, mean, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but before the new year, it's November, <laughs> December. I don't know what that is. November, November. Chinese voodoo November. calendar <laughs> Yeah, are you mixing the Iranian calendar with the Chinese one there? Like, <laughs> no, no, it's Zodiac. It's the Iranian calendar is Zodiac. That's what what does it have to do with to... Scorpio? Okay, anyway. It's, 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 that's November. Ah, and, yeah, okay. yeah. That's, anyway. Aubon, that's Aubon. I don't anyway. even know where you're going with this. But I remember in March 11th, yeah. They, they, they announced that it's a pandemic 
But like Europe didn't care until like end of week of February. But they're already showing that, yeah, in China and it was already a pandemic kind of in January. And even further and back. Was, during... and, and everybody was like, it's a pan air pandemic. Pan, pan means No, they would all. say endemic a if, lot in the beginning, I remember. In the be- I, like first two, three weeks. But then when China, <laughs> like if China is involved, China is, China is pretty much half of the world or yeah. like one third of it. So it's. Yeah, I was. I found that so. And then they said, "Oh, we didn't know. We weren't. We, like there were so many. Like it was so stupid. That um, it was so ridiculous. Like their governmental responses, especially uh, like in any everybody after China, especially." I agree with you there. All right, should we move on? Yes, for sure. I feel. All right, Sam, let's move on to this interview of Nina Turner and Katie Halper. And we're going to try to control ourselves because we love talking, I mean, about Nina Turner. People have heard us uh, say so much. But it was Nina Turner who was brought on to, I guess, accompany this this other um, this other lady, uh, Amy Villela, who's going to be running for Senate or Congress uh, in the U.S. based out of Vegas. I forgot which one. And she had a very like extremely tragic and sad story about how her daughter died for absolutely no reason, except I guess you could say healthcare not being, you know, free at the point of service in, in the United States. That's only what explains it. So very harrowing, very, very sad story. And, you know, that's why she got into politics. So that's kind of like the, the serious stuff. Oh. But despite this, despite this lady with such a powerful story being there, you can see that the Katie Halper viewers and us are just no longer buying this nina turner dynamic and you made a really funny joke and statement about bringing nina turner on yesterday to me so i'm pretty sure that's going to be part of your uh your act now otherwise i'll mention it It wasn't really a joke it was just an astute i won't build it it was an observation (laughs) it was an observation yes i I feel like now i'm uh, you dig you dig the hole all right no i would say that you i i got such a i got such a i mean like you were so right with the hillary clinton comparison i was somewhat skeptical when you made that comparison but it was such a hillary clinton thing that just go away, like really go away. Like this, they kept. I don't. I mean, I think we should talk about the Amy lady separately in a different thing because yeah, her story was different. But yeah, it's just I don't understand bringing one loser to endorse another loser. This is just another person. Sorry to win. How is this supposed to? She got beaten the shit out of her by like 35 percent they they it, she almost became one of those cartoon characters that get ro- like run over by a car and become flat man and but she, sam, she brought sam back, but that's how mm, sad the state of the quote-unquote progressive left. electoral left is because put yourself in katie halper's shoe the, amy villella you know probably i'm guessing i know nothing about her but i'm assuming she has like less name recognition than like us two on youtube to be completely but you are uh, being very uh, mean to her now no i know i don't mean to be. so katie thought like okay who's a big politician from this progressive one that would agree to come on agree to come on because you know bernie won't come on AOC won't come on. These people will come on. So no, then you're like, you're I, like, no. okay, let me bring Nina Turner. 
I'm sorry, but unless uh, and look, uh, but you get what I'm saying. Like, who else would Katie have invited? Oh no, I don't. Who would she have invited? No, I don't. No one. Don't invite anyone. Invite yeah. any lady on her own. I'm sorry, but Katie. By the way, again, like everybody who seems to show you used to make fun of me that how much Katie Halper I watch and all yeah. that. But if you're gonna bring somebody on. Like Brianna Greyjoy, she brings Chris fucking Hedges on and she asks tough questions. She asks follow-up questions of Chris Hedges, yeah. of Cornel West. And this Nina Turner, who's not half as uh, even like articulate as any of these people. And I'm sorry, but Kay, like before the live started, because I was waiting on the live, every <laughs> comment was like, I want to, I need her to ask this. I need her to ask about the squad. I need her to ask about why did she uh, didn't uh, support BDS. I, I need her to ask about that. And I need to ask about this. And I feel like Katie, frankly, just paid lip service. She did at some points ask about some people are saying you should run third party and people weren't asking, are you going to run third party? They were like saying, unless you denounce the squad right now, I'm just walking away from you forever. And I think in many ways, Nina's presence, if anything, damaged the other lady's chances because it got she got associated with Fair a point. loser and a sellout. Loser and Salat and Katie Halper's credentials are becoming undermined because she's is increasingly associating herself with a loser and a sellout. Two characteristics: one extremely attractive, the other one is extremely disgusting. So I, no one, and again and again, this person, she again defended the defended the squad again she defended voting democrat and it's not even waste our the... time honestly on no, no, like what no, nina she, turner was no, saying no no honestly. she said she said no we this is i understand i hear your calls i hear your calls it's this is just like I mean, again it's um, self-help unbought and, and unbossed okay go make a shirt and sell the t-shirts and leave me alone with this yeah go uh, unbought and unbossed and yeah, nina kept on calling her senator party. though that was really getting on my nerve and people yeah <laughs> yeah katie katie yeah, katie. SN, yeah snt or some shit i i but why I'm do sorry. they love her so much but anyway before we get into that you convinced what was the, me i think i think you can uh Hold on, I forgot. I'll get my my thoughts back. <laughs> I forgot, but you, uh, I should have maybe I wrote it down. But we'll come back uh, to that. But what was I gonna say? I mean, Katie did the Senate thing again. I lost my thought, but I'm looking at what I'd written. All right. But Katie, her style. Okay, no, sorry. You made um, some really good points that like even if Nina Turner is more famous and maybe she'll bring like more views to your video, then the, but the attention that she's bringing is so negative that if there was one person from Vegas watching that video who could have voted for her, uh, maybe well, they will not. But I feel like Katie Halper, like you can't call that an interview. I mean, it is interview in the strict sense that, you know, there was like a person interviewing another. It was like a showcase thing, you know? It was like, she was yes, acting yes. more like an MC, you know, like, and I here's agree. the next um, person, and, man, which uh, is like, yeah, whatever, especially at the point of Nina. But I guess Katie has just gotten into this, that's her style. And when, I guess when she interviews people that we like, like Adolf Reed or mm -hmm. something, we never make that criticism. But now that it's Nina and she was just applying the same thing, although the Senate, Senate thing and the sucking up to her. I mean, I can see sucking so, up to someone I'm useful. Sorry. I have no pro. Go suck up yeah, to exactly. someone that's where I'm more baffled as to why you're sucking up. 
<laughs> to her. I, I'm not that's condemning sucking you, up. <laughs> that's the thing. Katie Halper, Brianna Greyjoy, all these people have much better politics than her, are much more knowledgeable than her, are just better at their jobs. They yeah. actually have some success at their jobs. And this lady, and she showed up this somber look. I think now she's trying to, she realized the backlash from like, <laughs> oh, we're going to be all right. She realized that we're yeah. going to be all right. Only work for some of the rubes that are next to her. So now she's this somber I'm going to continue fighting. I'm going to travel across the country. With whose money, by the way, are you traveling across the country? I'm, I'm interested to know at this point. Secondly, and That's then as it, oh, no, I have point. to go. I'll, and she was like there for like 15 minutes or so. I have to go and be, what are you doing? You don't have a job. You're unemployed. You have less than, I actually have some classes once in a while. <laughs> what do you do? And like, just uh, this, oh, we're going to keep, uh, this squad has some, uh, decisions to make you have decisions to make like life decisions quit politics and stop just leave us alone it's, this is all over like hillary stop showing up you're just uh, no how many times do people say no but hey like but these big people still tell her oh she's the greatest right i mean you know tyt folks kyle kalinsky katie halper calling her senator over and over again i mean she did she yeah, didn't become a state senator i feel like that's a bit it's like as if it was like president and even that's lame after that the president keep on calling yeah the, even that's, uh, that's president well yeah but it was genuinely like bringing the you know it's, it was like bringing the french army to support the <laughs> like the Egyptian army, you know, like two, like basically uh, like the biggest loser of all wars was showing up. Yes. I, I think I approve of this. It's good. Like, and any to undermine. And it's so sad because the story of that lady was just so heartbreaking yeah. and just so, uh, you know, it was the typical story that should, that should be illegal. You know that like happening to anybody yeah. around. So the world. for anybody who hasn't um, heard it, uh, apparently her daughter had a huge, had like a big injury, so she had some kind of tendon issue, and then she was driving for a long time, and she started like feeling horrible pain in her leg. She goes to the hospital, and the hospital basically looked at her insurance, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't do this for you now, based on this insurance. Go get the right paperwork and stuff. Come back, and then it turned <coughs> out to a huge blood clot." And yeah, she, she very sadly at the age of 21, 22 passed away. But yeah. yesterday you also made a point that I guess I hadn't thought of. I was like, you know, I just don't understand what personal stories, how they can convince at least the voter that, okay, I understand you care about gonna... healthcare, um, that you care about healthcare. But how does that mean that you're going to be able to get us what we want about healthcare just because you have this personal attachment? And you made a good point that at least the person can say, well, you see, because of this personal attachment because it's so close to my heart i can't be corrupted but that still doesn't solve the puzzle about like okay you won't be corrupted but like are you where do you where, what do you think you have the skills or the ability or the connection or like the you know the political skills to make this happen which look yeah that, that's why i wanted to first say that this lady seemed like very genuine uh, i hope she wins her election i hope everybody votes for her she seemed genuine i'm sure she's the better candidate there and her personal story yet yeah, people use right now right now the problem on the left the problem on politics especially with people on the left is that nobody trusts anybody anymore mm. rightly so right even bernie yeah, sanders point. and stuff have been undermined so what people are trying to do now is trying to sell if you watch the 
interview with Bad Faith with those two other candidates, the rally they had with Breaking Points and Mariam really so everybody's trying all they're trying to sell is that you can trust me mm-hmm, and uh, and uh, and I'm sorry to say even though these stories are heartbreaking inspiring whatever it won't work unless there is an organization there is a party where there is a material interest for people to follow the line like it is like it is very odd that in america parties especially democratic party has never actually materialized as a like it's very much it's so fragmented as a state and city level and stuff it's not quite the same as europe so there is no party that has a not that manifestos in europe really mean anything but at least there is no you know, there's no, the DNC is not acting in a way as a central committee that it should. So therefore, all people have left at this point is that you can trust me because of my personal story, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And sadly, sadly, we have a strong track record. I mean, we're going to talk about Glenn's widow versus the squad. But for example, Ilhan Omar, the person who used to be at least one of your favorites, she has an extremely close personal collections to people in war situations, uh, to Muslims who've experienced war, for example, to uh, people from African background who have experienced that. But she had no problem voting for $40 billion uh, to increase war funding. And we'll so get to that. when... Yeah, when we have all these, and like, you know, it's endless. The example of people who have had personal tragedies but have acted hypocritically in their life is frankly endless. So oh, sadly, that too, don't, that's, yeah. so sadly, people don't buy that type of personal, like, sadly or rightly or whatever. Uh, people don't buy that type of personal stories anymore, I think, or at least I don't, or people no. like me don't. So that's why it's that they are not effective. And I think that's why they're a mistake, really. No, that, that's very extremely good points there. And actually, with like the DNC, it's not that like the DNC doesn't provide any <clears throat> guidance. I mean, of course, we know with the Hillary campaign and everything that I've heard, they actually undermine <laughs> a lot of yes. candidates if it's not their candidate. So you can't even use the DNC as like a stamp of approval. Actually, you have to no, but- run Democrats while distancing yourself from the DNC, while making the argument that you're you're going to change the DNC or the Democratic again, Party. Again, so it's like, it's kind of hard. Again, that was hard for me to say that. <laughs> again, Ch- Ch- Chapo guys make the point that both Obama and Trump pretty much ran as sort of supra- Mm-hmm. Can, super super party candidate as above the board. I mean, Joe Biden thing point. is completely different, but at least with those two, and yeah, you're at least with. But you can with Republican Party with Mitch McConnell and stuff. You can see a, a specific agenda and a go, set goal, no matter how evil and disgusting it may be, that they are operating towards and within. Mm-hmm. But with Democrats, it does seem much more of an individual lib projects like Clinton gang, Obama gang, Biden gang, you know, this type of thing. It does feel like that. That's what I mean. But you're right. No, no, uh, it's, extremely if, good if, point. If, if you're on the left, if you're on the left, they actively undermine you, if anything. So, yeah. No, very good point. Very good point. But I'm, I'm extremely interested to know what joke did I make that was good. <laughs> I still can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but let's look at some of these comments um yes that you sent so these so, comments you took them they're not our comments you took screenshots of the what's it called the Katie chat. helper 
at the Katie Alper live chat. And folks, this you might is... find me also commenting in the in the Katie Alper, and I got nine likes. So I was really happy and proud of that. And one person, oh, wow. one person tried to own me. They're like, "Yeah, if you want to have public health and stuff, you should. That means you're fine with monopolizing or like something like some companies." I was like, "Yeah, sure." They're like, "Okay, yes, good. I'm glad." To- <laughs> Mo- monopoly <laughs> under. Uh, that's the thing. Government <laughs> is monopoly under people. Sort of not people, but uh, anyway, government yes. is yes. It should be run for us. <laughs> anyway, this is. I took like this. I think these started from like before she appeared because as always mm. Katie Alper was like 30 minutes late <laughs> to her own life uh, but uh, which I love her stuff like that that's why we love her show. Uh, this is from a spicy boy radio if she continues to defend those who have stabbed her in the back I'm done supporting Nina as well I thought her and Federman were the only two real fighters left in the party and she went on to say she didn't defend them but she said they have big decisions to make until months or so and then uh, this is all in capitals, number of times re- repeated. Ask Nina Turner why yeah. she, she started using words like access when talking about healthcare. Ask Nina why she uh, worked for media outlet funded by a billionaire, I guess, TYT. Uh, somebody else, again, no, no, this same person. I really hope Katie yeah. holds them accountable and doesn't take it easy on them. They are power thirsty politicians. I'm sad to say I don't feel like it. It was very good. More, more critical comments. Can you ask them what, what? Can you ask them what they have done to expect unconditional support? Yeah, that's people they that really baffles me. For? That, that that's. I mean, even let's say not unconditional support, even support. What have they done to expect support? Please tell us. Again, and we hear these. Oh, uh, this is after the lady, I think, shared mm-hmm. her sad story. We hear these stories. We all end up getting told to vote <laughs> Democrat. It's a vicious and a stupid cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, another one, Carpe Diem, which I think Carpe Diem used to comment on our videos or something. Or maybe mm-hmm. um, Cory Bush has that experience. And already she's caving in to corporate wow. Dems like a wet paper bag. Again, pointing out that, yes, you have yeah. sometimes people coming from certain backgrounds are sellouts too. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking for yeah, yeah. more. They're, well, they're not outsiders, they're politicians. Uh, again, negative, negative. I'm looking for some positive stuff. That, somebody says, that's a very good question. Why does Ms. Turner keep running as a dem? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, That's I mean, it. and if you go like and, this, if, and if uh, folks go and look at yeah. the comment sections of like the video posted after their live, uh, yeah. a lot of them are Very not negative. any better and not supportive. Yeah, man. I mean, she just, I mean, you're right. You just lost like three days. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like, this is ridiculous. This is, I mean, again, as somebody said uh, on, I think, TYT's comment section, at this point, Rocky Balboa would go and stay down. Like, just, just stay down for fuck's sake. That's the yeah. funny shit over. And then it's like, oh, if we like, she, and who, again, as you said, who, I'm sorry, but at this point, I'm going to, she's older than me and you, you know, <laughs> politeness. She's a mother uh, of children and all that. I, I mean, she's stood up for good causes. And I'm like, well, who the fuck are you? 
to tell us to about anything. I'm sorry, but maybe you should also be a bit more reflective and listening. Yeah. And maybe you should tell, for example, if she had told Katie Alper, yeah, frankly, at this point, I feel somewhat betrayed and I'm really seriously considering my options. Maybe I would have respected more than oh, just I this, would. like complete, like, you know, they have big decisions to make. I am on boss and on all. Like, oh, who Good do for you think you are? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not just about saying cool stuff. Saying cool stuff is a big part of the big part of the role when you're a politician. What I mean, you know, sometimes when you become too ridiculous, you just sound stupid, even though the unbought and unbossed um, sounds really cool, rhymes really well. But I mean, you know, it is a time and place for everything. Yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, considering that the comment section was so much like that i really expected katie to be frankly tougher on her not the uh, not the other lady yeah because the other lady hasn't had a chance to yeah. do anything but uh, i think nina turner's feet could have been held to fire much yeah. tougher but, but i guess katie instead, never does it no katie t- does great interviews I really think. like that i haven't seen on her katie halper show i haven't seen her do it in that way i've seen her do great interviews i've never seen her do a controversial Contra confrontational interview like Bree does, but I've never. But that's seen what her... you needed there, right? Like I mean, right. you kind of needed. Yes. That's yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've never They're seen her run kind... away from an issue or anything. Even here, I don't think she ran away from the issue, but it was very timid or very, mm. you know, very kid gloves type thing. Well, I mean, you know, if so... over the phone you're nice to Nina Turner, and if you don't give her at least a heads up of what kind of thing you're going to be doing, maybe so then. Maybe that's unfair to completely jump on her yeah. or something. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like, but, no, I mean, uh, the thing is, you should tell her up front. I think, I think that should be the thing. Like, you know, you're like, by the way, in the questions, you know, given this, I'm really going to push on but, this. But, but the show gave me a great idea for a strategy to boost our viewership and stuff. Because, you know, we have about, I think, like, uh, to be completely honest, I think we have about 1,800, like, subscribers. Yeah. So... I was thinking maybe we should start having people on who had channels with like 20 subscribers, bring them on, having them endorse us. <laughs> and then like, be like yeah, I, I approve. I think they do a good job. So that's where we can boost. Like this is ridiculous. Like bring in the biggest loser on earth. And, yeah, I approve. Uh, but I mean, was it was like, either whore. It was, it was either her or no one. And you convinced me why no one would be better, better. but <laughs> or no i mean come on e cornell west chris hedges matt taibi aaron matt anybody would have been better like yeah uh, i meant a politician oh, oh okay yeah. but yeah politician politician okay now that's a good segue i think to our next uh, segment All right, Sam, let's keep this party moving. Let's keep this party rolling. <laughs> Our next video, uh, the next topic that we're going to talk about is Glenn Greenwald did a video solo. He doesn't need anyone. It's just him and a camera while he's also tweeting and writing an article at the same time. But and the video while, is pretty uh, much... Uh, rescuing dogs. Always. While rescuing dogs, of course. And so the video is on the 40 billion, quote unquote, lethal aid that the US is like, you know, has approved to to send to um, to Ukraine. So that's what the video is all about. So why don't you take it from here? Tell us what are your Man. main takes. I can share my own main take on not his video really, but the 
news story that he discusses. Well, it was as a video. It was amazing. As as people who see the show, I think they can tell one of us, uh, me. I'm a huge Poirot fan, so that's the, our opening song and all that. And then it was like the like Poirot. Do you watch Poirot, the TV show or the books? Did you read the books? I know I 100% didn't read the books. Maybe I came across on TV. I mean, I've told you this. I've never read like a piece of fiction from beginning to end. So I definitely weren't reading Poirot books <laughs> in plural. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway, it felt like Adi, because Poirot, what he does, he observes all these different characters. That's Agatha Christie style, observe different characters. And at the end, he has this sort of like a meeting and then he sort of goes through different character and then at the end you get to the guilty person mm. and this was it was like the end of a poor robot man it was like you know it was he, he aoc was the main criminal yeah. but it was like it was one of like agatha christie's best not a spoiler a slight spoiler art for a butch and a movie from like 40 years ago murder on orient express style it was mm. It was great. It was genuine murder on Orient Express style. And then he was going, and AOC was the main criminal, and then you had all this squad. And I couldn't believe Ilhan Omar and all these idiots voted for the 40 billion. I could, but I I'm mean, I thought they wouldn't. I No, I thought they would find a way to not vote for it without, you know, without, you know, and it's still it passing. And then he goes through all the cases, how they first said they're not going to vote for something, but then because vote situation changed, they had to vote, so the thing passes. And man, it's just, it's poor as it's best. <laughs> it, it's just, he's crushing. Ilhan, yeah, come here, Jamal Bowman. Yeah, doing energy. It's great, it's great. I mean, I loved it, I loved it. And then at the end though, he says that the, and he's, I mean, he's right in a, a structure, says he says, there is no left in America. American left is dead. Right now, the only people voting against this budget are uh, 57 Republican Congress people. And right now, uh, the only person who is le- leading, the, uh, lead, his action is leading to the delay in the passing of this money going through is Rand Paul, who is single-handedly is basically like uh, going all Gandalf on their asses and going, you shall not pass <laughs> and all that. So, you know, by the way, Bernie couldn't have done that with anything. No, Bernie yeah. couldn't have done that with Man, anything. No? Sam, listen, honestly, like, um, I mean, you know, as we like to say, wasn't surprised that, that they vote. I mean, when it comes to foreign policy, though, I mean, the squad, they don't even pay like lip service, like all like, I mean, you know, if AOC and stuff are not going to do stuff domestically, I, I mean, foreign policy, they don't even think about it. Like, like they, they couldn't care less. And I mean, Glenn po- Glenn, maybe Glenn this comes from, that hmm, yeah, go ahead. In their, no, Glenn points out in during their election campaign, they did pay. Like you can say a lot really? of actually like Obama, frankly, uh, like a lot of his stuff that Obama I feel like was read into Obama. Obama never said, uh, but in uh, yeah, he he points out number of his statements about Pentagon by AOC, number of article during mm. her campaign. Maybe I'm like telling that, you, man, but... it was Poirot. It was with evidence and shit. But I mean, I expect so little of them that you know that no promises, like anything foreign policy or anything. I wouldn't count on them at all to put anything on the line. I mean, you know, they've heard they know about Israel and Palestine. 
Like, I mean, everybody knows that. And yeah, maybe maybe they did. I mean, Glenn's seen it. They paid lip service to Pentagon funding and all this. But me, I don't even buy it. And it's kind of connected to the Bernie Sanders movement, man, because I think this like this like group of like leftist politicians that came post Bernie Sanders I and mean, Bernie Sanders himself was 110% domestic focused, right? Like he barely no, was no, so paid. No. no, it was all domestic. No, you know? no, 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 no. It was all no, domestic no, 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 no. from what I recall. Bernie was, was far. No, Bernie was far more, uh, especially in 2006. Really? Bernie, Bernie was talking far more about international issues, I would say, than any other candidate, really, and any other leftist ever I've seen since really? or before yeah yeah he maybe i'm mistaken about, but for no, me no, i really don't ta- man, he, remember he like talked that about iran he talked about mossadegh which candidate has ever <laughs> talked about mossadegh true but know? that they love that they love going back to that but talking about different kind of things talking about he Amer- talked about america yeah, yeah palestine israel came up but it's not their centerpiece man it's all about the no, domestic and the healthcare, and that's all like I don't recall, yes, so I'm yes, sure he no, mentioned those, but they're so no, yes, far off. Okay. And I remember even back in 2016, that being a criticism from what I recall of Bernie being like, okay, he's saying all this right stuff about domestically, but what about foreign? You know, was he talking about Syria? Like, you know, at 2016 was right after like the peak of Syria. Well, he was talking about fam- that a lot, Yemen a lot, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't recall too much. So, I mean, it just, uh, no, general, no. just uh, to finish up the point is that, for me, whenever I think about the squad, I mean, you know, if they're ever, if they're ever going to vote anything that makes you happy, or they're ever going to put their neck, you know, anywhere, it's, it'll be for domestic things. Like, I mean, when it comes to foreign stuff, I, I have no faith because, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not listening to everything that they're saying. Like, I'm sure you're right and Glenn is right, too. But my impression no, uh, is that they would never stick their neck out for anything foreign policy. No, I agree with that for sure. I'm just saying relative to a squad and relative to any other politician, mm. Bernie was genuinely a breath of fresh air. But I would yeah, add... I mean, Bernie I was more add, than a breath of fresh air. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, was just yeah. saying... But, you know, I would add one. that uh, many leftists long, long before 2016, including the uh, sort of a father of somebody who we had our, on our show, Christian Parenti's father, who's very famous, Michael Parenti, famously broke with Bernie Sanders over his support of uh, bombings of uh, bombings in uh, what what is now former Yugoslavia mm-hmm. uh, I forget which bombing was it uh, I think it was the Kosovo one don't look at me for so, inputs there yeah so he brought so but no I'm not Bernie's foreign policy but I mean read uh, I think Matt Tavy's book elephants can't elephants can remember or if this can't, I forget. Anyway, in that book, it's fascinating. It's written before 2016, and he uh, he has a chapter about Bernie Sanders and his stuff. And his take on Bernie Sanders, I think, is very sober and very sobering, especially for somebody who was swept up somewhat in the Bernie Sanders sort of uh, fever and all that. So, you know, yeah, there, he was always a compromise candidate, but even on foreign policy, I would say he was miles, miles better than what he's now and what he, what this squad is or was, mm. frankly. Like, Bernie yeah. is a different... I don't agree with that. I, I, sorry, <laughs> I agree with I that. Agree. It's just and not, not enough of the energy goes to that. And, you know, maybe someone can say, hey, look at all the problems in the U.S., although that's not how it works. You can solve multiple things. 
it's so many things that are even interconnected. But yeah, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, healthcare is more important in the U.S. if they can get that and all this. Yeah, you can make those arguments if you want. But yeah, just absolutely not surprised that they <laughs> they didn't even like try to like skip Man. that day. They, they were like, even like, should we call in sick for today? Ah, fuck it. Let's just go. <laughs> Man, I can't wait. Uh, I mean, it was if people are interested in just rhetoric, it was great. It was just John Wick of uh like you know youtube videos basically like yeah poof, poof, and then just store that in the eye and then whoosh, it was just great man i was just loving Land it is it was unbelievable this man the squad were it's like it was like the end of a it was end of a movie when you know the good guys are slightly injured but it's just like and then the first squad is these five evil people just coming and it, it was like before Vendetta, the scene where they start all shooting at him. <laughs> and then he has his sword, it's a knife. It was great. It was, a, it was Matrix, in, it was new in Matrix. It was all of that. Yeah, that's really funny. I didn't watch it all the way there to see all that. But then that's good. But yeah, I don't have much else to say. Maybe the squad need, needed Nina. You know, if Nina was there to give them a prep talk, be like, were unbought and were unsold and then i'm sure they would go and you know vote the right way they just needed nina turner in there and that was <laughs> nina turner needed to say if we come together and yeah. stand and we are the boat oh the gop must be very afraid yeah. of me getting beaten the shit out of by 40 percent aoc is like yeah don't bother i already voted <laughs> like save your seat <laughs> <laughs> we've all already <laughs> so then what the fun the event yeah, too. That's, yeah the yeah. funding it's over <laughs> that's... I'm, yeah i have a i'm going to met gala you come in or <laughs> <laughs> nina, nina, let me stop you right there yeah <laughs> you know let me stop you there just for yeah Bye. <laughs> man no, jesus christ anything yeah, else nina, I mean, it's just the reason why, by the way, it's so enjoyable to shit on Nina Turner is because Nina Turner is AOC. Nina Turner wants to be like AOC. She wants to go to Met Gala. She wants to have fun. She wants to appear on TV and say, oh, I am, oh, I am, I am on bus. Oh. And then do nothing. Get paid for nothing. And as people who are doing But at least do that properly. I understand. Yeah, I understand the sentiment. I completely, I, I'm trying to do get paid for nothing <laughs> as well. But you have to at least try to bring something to yeah. the table of doing nothing. And stop you know? running. Stop running. It makes you look yeah, bad. Stop. Because I don't care. Keep on running. I mean, whatever. We'll have more and content it makes to make. Look bad. <laughs> yeah. It makes it look, yeah. When somebody keeps losing and just not giving up. It's just And it's seen as the it's savior. Like Hillary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah, it's just this yeah. queen. I don't understand this now. Again, it's you were so right with the Hillary thing. Sorry, I'm just jumping Hillary. back to Nina Turner. No. No, I guess <laughs> we're done with this segment, right? Anything else? Yes. No, no. All right, Sam. Let's keep this. Um, let's keep this party going. And you know, we're we're gonna finish our progressive stories, but. Yeah, I think it might, yeah, the podcast won't even be that short. I mean, it's still long. <laughs> I was going to say it might be a long. bit shorter than usual, but I'm pretty sure what I'll go, I'll go see later well, on. Well, Six hour file, okay? The, the, yeah, all right. Oh, true, the whole day. <laughs> yep, I've been doing this since 9 a.m. 
So we started on Saturday. We finished on Saturday. Who? What's the? Oh, it was the week later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. yeah. Saturday in China. Finished Saturday. Then, yeah. But okay, let's move on to this ACLU tweet that everybody's having a lot of fun on, and like some other so, the hill related stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, the hill. I think the hill had a great week. To be honest, <laughs> I wanted to start with something that I teased in the progressive tweets, but. They, they did a lot of shit on Roe versus Wade and they brought in, it was interesting, they brought in a couple of people who are pro uh, and this is the idea I have no sympathy with at all. The idea of being uh, uh, not, uh, what's the opposite of pro-choice? Oh, anti-choice? Pro-life? Pro-life, yeah. Uh, yeah, anti-choice is better. Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, no sympathy whatsoever. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they brought in a couple of those people. The one I, I, they brought in with Emily Jaszynski on the first day, which was the weirdest lady. I think she was sedated or she was given <laughs> like so much. She was given so much va- Valium or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we believe that you know, even we believe the science proves that. The oh, that would have really gone on my nerve because you need energy in front of camera. No, she did. She was just saying, no, you know, it's a human life. It's a human life mm. issue. It's a human rights issue. They have favorite colors. They have best friends. They go to cinema together. And, you <laughs> wanna, uh, oh, and then, uh, I mean, right. Ryan Grimm was push, pr- pressing her, but, you know, I mean, it's like pressing a what, what, <laughs> wall, you know, what, what can you do? Like, you know, uh, uh, it's that level of interest. <laughs> Science has recently Gee. proven Zeitgeist can feel pain. <sighs> Shit, right. she kind of reminds me of lady. those academic people who like, they're like, I don't know, a panel, they're there and they're like, like mm. no energy, like a different kind of no energy and stuff. And I'm but like this thinking, was, no wonder uh, you guys never get invited anywhere. Like, no, they, they, act like you want to be there. This was the typical lady you see in a hippie commune mm. or something mm-hmm. that is not wearing bra or anything. Yeah. So she's, eh, yeah. or you know, people who appear in perfume ads or yeah, something. Ah, but she was a pro-life uh, one. <laughs> yes, yes. That perfume one. That's yes. Anyway. Then what is that with day. that? No, I, I think we should come back. I wasn't going to start. Because <laughs> no, no, I was going to say that somebody... is very interesting, right? It's like a thing. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a thing ah, that they do. It's ah, kind of ah. like. As if they're like a lost soul, like so, like happy and like you know. Sometimes no, they do that in movies happy. too. It's like kind of when they show like there's a flashback before the husband's wife dies, but and she's look, also that's... like in in the bed, like kind of like floating. <laughs> it's like the same movement. They're like, I know, like, <laughs> or like kind of floating under the sheets yeah. as well, under the sheets, yeah. <laughs> but somehow still floating. What's going on? Here? Is that how the person died? Too much floating in bed? That can't be good. <laughs> you should stay still. If you're, if you're floating in while I'm sleeping, you just, just go to your doctor. Yeah. I'm talking doctor immediately. <laughs> floating may lead to death. You may heat a chandelier. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> no, but well, man, uh, no, no. I just thought, okay, in a movie and stuff, you're trying to make sense. Like it does, it doesn't even look like they're happy. It looks like they're <laughs> extremely melancholic or depressed. Oh, 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 oh. So I don't understand how does that help the perfume sales, but whatever. But dreamy, dreamy. Uh, yeah, yeah, very dreamy. But then, 
uh, what was I gonna <laughs> forgot this person about the lady? No, I, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they had another lady who keeps saying that uh, you know, let's remember that only one or less than two percent. Oh yeah. Only uh, less than two percent is uh, rape and is oh does what does that have to do with anything? Okay, so then when you make something goddamn ill, that's the whole point of <laughs> nobody saying make it forcibly have people <laughs> who have who are raped yeah. or uh, have incest force them to have. Uh, uh, abortion nobody's saying that people are saying if those people don't want to do that don't want to have that life sh- i mean these people i don't understand yeah. these people are just i, and, just, well, yeah. I mean and two percent I mean, is really, can be quite a bit too and especially for stats aren't correct like next thing you know it's and, like six yeah, or because, seven percent I mean, as, <laughs> like in, in, yeah incest victims are usually yeah. so independent and have usually access to police and everything they are not like exactly. held half and, hostage and, and that's one kind like she said the most extreme ones there are other health ones um too yes, if you can blow, uh, down yes, the line. yes so you know but they did a good coverage and stuff but you know the, i'm just i was disgusted by these people i can't people there was a couple of bits that some people might not like my take on but there was one couple of bits with the pro-choice camp which i must say i enjoyed the, the presence of the conservatives on the mm. panel really made me enjoy myself because there was one person who was like uh you know uh yeah you know anybody who wants to give birth or something and then emil jajist was like well you mean women right and she was like uh 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 mm, I started a slight panic. Well, no, I don't mean women. As you know, there are other people who can give birth who don't identify as women, which I think go fuck True, yourself. Fine. If, if we're going to talk like that, fine. Females, like that's why I think like if people want to go down this you line, have to, we you should have just to start talking thing. female male. You have to say, yeah, no, that's, the, yeah, that's, no, but sh- you have to say birthing person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the technology. Yeah, of fem- I mean, female based on my understanding has to do with biological part and all this. So, I mean, no matter what you yeah, think, it shouldn't affect it in any way. And only females, and some females only, can have kids at a yes. particular time in their life. Ma- I mean, yes, major females can give birth. Majority of females, not all of them, of course. But men can't. <laughs> and that doesn't mean... Except the one in Arnold. Best. Except I- Arnold. <laughs> Yes, except Arnold is not a man. Arnold is a god. Let's not let's be clear about that. Arnold and Danny DeVito, they are both gods among men. But uh, uh, among men as in humans, not just men. And and I would point out that just because you can give birth or you have a penis doesn't mean you're better at math or you're better at driving or you That's are better sure. at painting or any it's the only difference it's like literally we accept some other like peep and boobs and shit i don't know but uh, we, uh i know i i, I know <laughs> why, why do i say i don't know <laughs> but uh, so yeah i enjoyed their, their presence there there maybe now we can talk about the aclu thingy because yeah so aclu pretty much put out a ridiculous tweet apparently something right like saying abortion what what did he say exactly Abor- abortion uh, let's remember abortion more more so than others i'm paraphrasing affects 
LGBT plus community, uh, workers from immigrant communities, Dominicans that have a mom that is sick community, uh, Iranians that haven't ha- paid their mortgage yet community. <laughs> Every fucking, okay, you know yeah. all the minorities, good for you. You know so many names, yeah. you know so many different categories. You could have just said women, especially poor women, but no, you had to list the fucking long list in which they didn't include the word women they didn't include the word women and then robbie had a great uh, retweet that was like i think aren't you missing a group isn't a, a group that is famous for Man. giving birth somehow jesus christ these people seriously let's see if johnny Depp can take man, them i yeah. i swear to god man they like they listed like native americans that yeah. have lost their leg native americans that haven't lost their leg native americans from idaho native it, yeah. oh, and man. it does a disservice to your cause you know to a lesser extent it's done and it's not always wrong sometimes you put them together is right but i get the same feeling when sometimes someone comes talks about a problem like African community in the African-American community. They talk about the problem. And then as they're finishing, they're like, they just feel like they need to add the, the word brown, like brothers and sister in there. So the whole time they were talking about issue that had to do African-Americans historically that, you know, were specific to this group. But as they're wrapping up, it's just like they can't help it. It's become like a reflex or reaction. They think that if they don't say, you know, there are a lot of and then add, you know, brown yeah, if you don't say it. something it like, means you intentionally yeah. omitted it no you, you were talking ha- about you, this you specifically ha- you have no no that. no you had an agenda yeah. you intentionally yeah. trying to marginalize it if, uh, that's i mean why, then but, come and talk like, about both the issues come and talk about be like okay like um newly immigrant mexicans or something like that have this and then they make sense not if you're talking about something specific at the end you're like oh shit maybe i should pay lip service to this like especially when they call brown that makes like no sense because there's so many different communities that go together that they have such different italians (laughs) they have such like different stark realities i believe in the u.s it doesn't make any sense i mean if you start if you say latin americans instead of that there it makes um more sense or i mean maybe i'm ignorant but for me i think like their issues are are quite different and when you just lump them up like this for fun and i guess here they're doing the same thing right except i'd like the next <laughs> no yeah man this the was opposite level. of that this this was like opposite of that this was like the breakdown of every well like how yeah. many minority groups do i know like lgbtqrsp amd asp plus like which is like cough fuck off like people are all people are all individuals they're all cool if they whether they want to have sex with men women uh they wanted to have long hair shorter just leave them alone and just yeah and there are nuances to talk about but it's quite clear when you do it this way you're just trying to you know i guess either push an agenda or you think i don't know you just want to you just want to seem you it's i mean it's such a or cover your ass i don't know no virtue signaling has become so meaningless but it is classic example of look at me i am aware Uh, and aclu maybe instead of writing fucking ghost uh (laughs) ghost writing articles for amber heard about uh, some case you have no idea about maybe you should focus on lobbying politicians Mm -hmm. huh 
Maybe that would have been better. Maybe if Joe Manchin wasn't in the Senate right now, <laughs> their Roe versus Wade would have been codified, huh? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. Geez, that's that's too funny. No, focus on What? tweets. Focus on <laughs> tweets. Was that even an attempt <laughs> to codify? Like, I feel like they did it just yes, so right. They had a vote. Stuff. Yeah, I know they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, really, oh, like right, suddenly right. now you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's hold a vote. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> Oh, I mean, Joe. I mean, oh, plant jo- stuff, oh, you know, build stuff. It's like the Egyptian one, you know, revolution happened. Okay, and um, tomorrow election, everybody show up. <laughs> haven't gone home <laughs> from the square yet. Let me go <laughs> see my family. <laughs> we'll have the election in a year. I mean, but here too, they waited like 56 years, don't codify it. And instead of at least, I don't know, do a bit of campaigning or maybe maybe you have to strike the iron when it's hot or something. I'm sure there are all kinds of reasons but it just seems so half-assed man it just come on man no half what are you talking about joe biden made a speech on his way to a weapons factory (laughs) to send weapons to ukraine he he mentioned that i call on congress to do that will you abolish filibuster president uh what is filibuster filibuster was an old man in arkansas i remember i was driving through i wasn't driving sorry i was i'm sorry man i'm sorry oh yeah we didn't have cars back then train. no joe you uh, had cars yeah. back then don't worry yeah. <laughs> okay fine oh, i was uh, on a motorcycle then okay we were working we were on it we were on a track going through you know and they were just building there was a chinaman there was a chinaman and he told me the truth about life he said boy if you want to be successful you got to find a pretty girl And yeah. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, I said, you know, let's go fishing. <laughs> and, you know, that's, <laughs> that's and, and, and you say and you say they didn't put enough effort. In. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, I don't follow U.S. politics that closely. But since that leak happened <laughs> until now, just in the number of days, there aren't that many. What's it been? Has it been two weeks? So I did you know, a week and a half. A week and a half. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised that this, you know, this half-ass <laughs> attempt failed. Yeah, yeah, and it's pathetic, but it's uh, not surprising, sadly. And uh, I mean, we just discussed the progressive squad, which is like the most hardcore oh, yeah. gang in there. The squad, the squad, they're going to come <laughs> and kill you, you know, if you don't support good social policies. I mean, unless they're threatened. By uh, you know committee assignments, <laughs> oh the committee assignments, oh. <laughs> so you know you know unless that happens, they're a squad. So um, yeah, yeah, very good. But the Hill had a great week. They had a great debate on the baby formula shortage, which is uh, happening in uh, similar things are happening in Iran. So I was interested. Uh, special kinds of baby formulas becoming mm. short, and I feel like Brianna did such a great job. on following up on Robbie's story because the way Robbie framed it was obviously very pro-libertarian, but I think Brianna got to the bottom of it. Fantastic work there. And um, and they had, a, oh, they had a fantastic debate regarding free speech and the new Ministry of Truth thingy with the lady, I forget their name, the, um, let's just call her Mary Poppins mm-hmm. or shall we call her Shetty Poppins uh, because of her, uh, you know, but... Uh, she they played videos of her in a zoom meeting with other stuff and man she's she's a nightmare yeah I, again i feel i feel bad talking so much badly about so many female <laughs> people because i wish that, like we need i mean to you're talk just saying about, good stuff I, about brie 
Oh, good point. Good point. Yes, I'm not a sexist person. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, man, she, I mean, uh, she comes across as this sort of, yeah, you know, there's all these, you know, uh, Hunter Biden story, you know, the specific claim in the Hunter Biden story was that uh, he uh, took a job which was made him like influence his father and that is specifically <laughs> I mean I'm so, it's just so stupid and there's no indication of that and all that I mean some people would say maybe he shouldn't have done that that looks mm -hmm. bad but it's so sad <laughs> and she's this like this lib you know fuck I'm sorry to be a stereotypical but these new moms especially mm -hmm. have that vibe that oh, i just had a baby i'm a mother i understand things more <laughs> oh, you're a, oh, as a mother i like to comment on this as a mother <laughs> as a, you know it's, i mean you get that with dads too but men are more like a, as a father i now feel that i need to buy guns because i the security of it's mostly about security and you know that but with ladies it sort of comes across a lot of issues and as a mom i it felt she's she's awful man i can't she's awful she, i mean this is shetty poppins and frankly if anybody remembers mary poppins rewatch it there are some scenes where mary poppins becomes super scary almost threatens children with death and disease oh, yeah. have you not seen mary poppins uh, oh shit so. oh again this is wagner gugush mary Poppins. <laughs> i don't know anyways anyway i okay i, I don't I, I don't know how to but others might have <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah mary poppins no. is devil Mary Poppins uh, was quite, uh, and she, you know, it. She was very stern uh, and stuff. But it like, was a musical too, huh? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Very, it, you watch it when you're four. It's Even not back exactly, then, I was anti-musical. <laughs> really? No, I, I, I like Mary Poppins. Except you, Grease. You have, no, uh, Moulin Rouge is good too. I, although it's uh, cover songs, but I like Moulin Rouge. But anyways. Well, I'm really afraid of this lady, man. She comes across <laughs> as this mom that, eh, you know, I, if you don't need that, I'm going to take your phone away. If you don't, if you don't stop reading about the Hunter Biden Jesus. story, <laughs> like Numochi Kun's, uh, you know, oh, style, a, don't bring a bit up. more, a bit more controlled, not full on like, ah! <laughs> but you know, not full on <laughs> crazy. Yeah, Numochi Kun's man, she could become like an alarm clock for me. She's for just like. Sure. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but okay uh should we move on to our last story uh yes yes I, 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 yes yes i think so all right now that everybody once again saw our very cool it's always sunny philadelphia transition please feel free to comment about it but let's move on to our uh, last story sam but okay man this ben mckenzie guy ryan what a guy he went on chat with trap house to talk about crypto and blockchain, knowledgeable and all this, I'm going to pass it back to you, all of this. But he doesn't just go, he and he talks and says, you know, the truth about blockchain and, and NFTs and all this. But he just doesn't do it like me because he gets like, you know, he has fun talking <laughs> shit about blockchain and NFT. No, this guy actually has a good heart and comes from a good place. And he's just concerned with people, you know, wasting their money and their life saving or whatever. A little money that they have on NFTs and crypto. So he both knows how to explain the issue, understands it, is writing a book on it, and also comes from a good place. I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, what else be- <laughs> yeah, before going into the details of the crypto king, just as a human being, he's just, I mean, he's just like the coolest, yet at the same time, like the nicest. He's <laughs> like Johnny Depp level, like character of goodness. I really like, and yeah, I mean, and by the way, his acting is really good. Uh, mm. He was in Southland, uh, which was a really good cop drama. He, he, I mean, even in OC, I think, I mean, you know, see, I always felt he was putting way too much effort compared to like, you know what I mean? Compared mm-hmm. to what the show required, like he was doing, trying to do these looks and he looks like, just like Russell Crowe, which is crazy. I can't wait for them. I've always thought they should do a father and son movie mm-hmm. somehow, just because they look so similar, man. It's unbelievable. But anyway, as you say, so knowledgeable. I mean, per, like for the first time I genuinely now i feel like i fully like got what is crypto oh, and really? all that you know okay i'll let yeah. you speak and then i guess the final piece of context no, no, information I'm... that's inform important for people like the bitcoin bubble or the crypto bubble has like crashing big i mean you know it's still like big you know time. if you take bitcoin which is like the main one compared to last year's crashed a lot i mean it's still at thirty thousand dollars per bitcoin but it's really not looking good. And I mean, you know, it shouldn't all their bullshit narratives and they're overselling and all this is kind of, you know, it's just so evident though. It happens every few few months. I don't even understand. I've never, I've never seen so much bullshit coming from like promises coming from a technology that was done there. Just surreal level. Anyway, no need to get into debate into that, but let's just accept that it's surreal. The promises. (laughs) <laughs> that are made for it they're not even related to it sometimes you know no oh, that's why I agree. water problems in the world crypto okay i mean on, like can the, you explain <laughs> no i mean uh, no i a couple of things i wanted to point out they Please. i i would point out that before that tech bubble like i feel like tech bubbles all of them increasingly try to top each other Mm. so bitcoin is the latest one so it tried to but you know i got this very similar feeling with apple and apps you know facebook change you know you remember when they used to do those things they come on a stage and they said this changes the world and all that yeah so it felt very similar but a bit of unfair comparison i mean they're much more real and advanced products i don't think compared to what they're what they are sold i would think but anyways yeah but uh yeah but what some people pointed in the comment section which i kind of i mean a stock market is in many ways similar to bitcoin as in you know mostly you make your money through arbitrage most of the money is being transferred up and it's mostly insider trading there is a lot of manipulation but the thing he made very clear which i hadn't paid attention was that with the crypto case because of the under regulation because of all of that because it's so new it can go to zero. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you can lose everything. Mm-hmm. So, and as you pointed out, he's, when it, and as he points out, when it gets to the point where they are hiring celebrities to advertise on Super Bowl, they are trying, they are, you know, this is like, so, this is very similar to subprime mortgage situation where, you know, it was, it, I mean, you know, they were greedy, they were assholes for targeting people, but they ra- also ran out of people, mm-hmm. you know, they, ca- that's the problem with capitalism, that's the fundamental with capitalism, it needs eternal growth, and mm-hmm. such a thing is not possible, eventually, as Marx points out, we hit declining rates of profit, and in that situation, greedy and desperate people do what greedy and desperate people always do, 
they lie and cheat. So they create subprime mortgages. Mm-hmm. So they create all these, you know, uh, these uh, new forms of uh, stock markets that are financial products that are underregulated or unregulated, which allows for, you know, again, and when they were talking about, like, for example, they go, again, Chapo guys, because they're also intelligent and, you know, knowledgeable about these things and funny, extremely funny interview. Watch, the, listen to the interview. Oh, it's great. Yeah, they talk about, for example, the social groups that are tended to be targeted by these uh, uh, things. And just anecdotally around me, the very, you know, the people, yeah, exactly, the people who are downwardly mobile, myself included, by the way, to, to an extent, downward, downwardly mobile, but are trying to, you know, this has replaced sort of investment in a house this has mm-hmm. replaced investment in a car to an extent mm. in iran you know this has sort of you know people are looking for a secure way for their future and it's sadly i don't think this is it this but is that's like the like least the w- secure way it seems yeah yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah that, like if you were to make yeah, a list exactly. of secure ways this is i mean yeah. the way it's looking right now it's like so at the bottom yeah, and yeah. he's right, man. These uh, other, yeah. the other, like the minor cryptos, they they completely like they, they crash and they become like zero. So yes, that's yeah. I. I mean, look, I mean, I I don't. I mean, and I understand made, yeah. macroeconomics, but I never was never really good at details of a, a regu- like because the stock markets in each countries are different. So I I don't really know what what are the safeguards in the U.S. against that type of thing for like a layman investor or something but um uh, but yeah it was fascinating yeah. and it was fun and again it is again as long as it's as he says as he points out as long as rich people are ripping each other off nobody yeah. cares too much but when you hear for example there is the, he's writing this he he has uh compared his book to uh, the big short the book mm-hmm. that the movie was based on and there's that scene in the movie where they are talking to somebody who's a, a laborer who has rented a house and he's paid all his rents on time, everything, and he has children. And but the person who mortgaged the house and then rented it to him has not paid his mortgages. So the bank is gonna, you know, those people, when those people get fucked, that's that's just yeah, not fair. Yeah, I mean, I know fairness is whatever. No, but, no, you know. definitely, it's not good. And I mean, thankfully, I mean, I guess you can't even. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the house one is such a more consequential one that you know you lose everything that you had. Whereas, like you know, let's say if you spent, I know a few thousand dollars is a lot for a lot of people, but perhaps you can recover from losing five thousand dollars. But you know, losing your house, which is hundred, two hundred, three hundred. 400 whatever depending on when you're le- living or, or uh, that's sorry, game but, over no no for, forget about maybe nowadays five thousand dollars is you know all some people have mm. but not having a roof over yeah, your yeah head exactly is yeah. really worse than not having money yeah like that's it like, you know, yeah no and i mean he also made some good points about the nft he was like the nft like NFT, overall yeah. nft is the overall market like price that like the because they, they love that i don't even these numbers don't even mean much to me. I never understand why they like promote things like that. When they say like it's a one trillion dollar market or a one billion dollar market, is to me it's such an abstract. Wash. Yeah, and he, he was making the point that you know it's like this buying from that person or stuff like in different ways well, that is create, bought and resold. 
and like well no it's not even that complicated it's basically you create a fake it's like create it's like people who buy Fake, mm, oh uh, yeah true he did uh, said fake wallets exactly you're right so like just transferring just like from that. your own wallet to another wallet of yours yeah true he said something very simple Great. but yeah it's like as he said it's like the old Keynes saying that you gdp growth you mm-hmm. like, have them dig a hole and then fill it back up type mm-hmm. thing. so yeah, yeah yeah i mean it was uh, yeah it was a fantastic and please uh, don't listen to that don't if cut this now listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're almost done anyway but yeah i mean my other point was it has nothing even to do with only Bitcoin and stuff. But yeah, I do not understand when people like promote or like advertise something and like the price of the industry. So like abstract doesn't like make me think that I should get into that industry or not. I mean, man, what that does that Larry mean? David, that Larry David adverts now looks so good, though. That Larry David adverts. I mean, I'm sure he did it because he was well written. The, the advert he did for one of these is one of these i think it was one of these platforms that you trade oh i didn't see that or some shit oh I, I think i told you oh he did this ad check it out it's he's the ad concept is that you know larry david is this you yeah, know he's for- a naysayer like you know he's always like yeah that yeah. idea won't work that yeah. won't work so it's like larry david through ages and they come up to him and they're like you know this is an idea for like a a thing that is round. They're talking about the wheel, for yeah. example. And he's like, nah, I don't know. I don't know if that works, man. I don't know. I don't think people will like this. This doesn't really like. And then they're like hundred years later, like they're the idea of I don't know, swords. Nah, I don't know if this is not gonna catch on. The idea for shoes, you know, and then at the end they're like Okay, now this is the idea for a place where you can, you know, exchange crypto and stuff. And Larry David's like. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna work, man. This sounds. And they're like, don't be. And it says, I think, don't be like Larry or don't be like him or something and stuff. So I maybe you should be like Larry. Maybe maybe some cynicism is right. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, no, this is a good one, and they don't get into technical aspects of NFT and block crypto. I mean, he just says to think about crypto as a security. Yeah, sorry. That, instead of instead of currency, which is a billion times more accurate. Yeah, exactly. No, I somebody he I think he <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, he was like, that, you can't just call things and just like yeah. want it to be that just because you like <laughs> call it currency. Yeah, man, that I like, somebody else gives a shit about the English language. <laughs> like, uh, but but uh, I see in passing he mentions that blockchains. I, I know they're not as scalable and they're all technology, but they're not as secure as they claim to be and all that. So they're oh, not yeah. that. I thought that was the whole point. So if somebody, or if you can't somebody, exp- I, I never, because the person who went on Glenn was saying a completely different story. So I don't understand if somebody can clarify. Mm. I, do, I never can understand. It's, Is it something like a complete secure thing that you can say, like what, like that this digital picture like, you know, like when a painting has signature on it or something. Is that it? No. Like, I mean, listen, know. the transparency and security, both of them are things that at first it does seem like that. And maybe to the normal person, it is like that to the layman. But then as soon as you go to like the expert like level, whether it has to do with the transparency, which is true, your name is not there, but you just have to find addresses and then the full transparency is gone. Then you literally have like a public documentation of all the transition that this wallet has done. So you just associate the wallet to an address and then that way you can find the person and also being like secure and all this. I mean, there's 
all kinds of ways, what it has to do with hackers and other ways of the money being taken. The yeah. transparency is the bigger promise. Transparency is a bigger promise than security made with um, bigger, you mean, uh, more likely uh, no more common i meant sorry more like like ah. the transparency was always so this the the fact that you know it's like anonymous sorry I keep on saying transparency the fact that it's anonymous was like privacy, know, privacy privacy and all this which is true on the surface level based on what i understand but all you need to do is you know be a bit into these things have you know put a few things together try some different things and then i think it reverses it actually yeah, and then no, another no. myth of like you know how it's fully independent from humans is like like probably the other biggest um bullshit, bullshit myth after, yeah. that is you know there's no, no such no that's thing. such a yeah but for details definitely check his interview out he did i think he's this phrase sort of really for me sort of clicked in my mind he described it as at this level as a decentralized ponzi scheme mm. and i think that's a very good way of understanding it and uh, it's kind of which i would describe to an extent to an extent in uh, if it's completely unregulated and or underregulated a stock market can act in a similar way yeah I and i would I, I do understand the ponzi scheme and the decentralized word that he add to it was very because that's also one of the you know it's supposed to be decentralized then it's so funny when like governments and stuff they want to use it just because blockchain is in but like it goes against the purpose of it because they want to centralize the whole thing that's there. But blockchain, if there's any point to it, it's supposed to be decentralized. So it's like, just go do something else. But of course, you want to attach yourself to, to blockchain. But comparing it to a Ponzi scheme, I mean, you know, a Ponzi scheme, like it is meant to be a Ponzi scheme. But although although you also get like, you know, screwed over if you take part in crypto really, and blockchain, really crypto and NFT, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a Ponzi scheme, no? Yeah, go ahead, sir. What doesn't necessarily have to be? Like cryptocurrency, like it doesn't... Crypto, all right. Yeah. All right. No, but, but you say, about the intentionality mm. of Ponzi scheme. It doesn't have to be intentional. Of- interesting yeah. no 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 i mean it has to be intentional then it happens but for example madoff which i think it's season three or four of damages four of damages was kind of based on that if i'm not mistaken great show one of the best shows most underrated shows of all that but in madoff case if i'm not mistaken the reason why it became a ponzi in terms of like the fact that uh uh, uh, the fact that you know he had to basically start giving from his new clients mm. to his yeah. old clients that's a classic uh, one. ponzi yeah that was because the investments that he and his son i think mostly his mm. son had made had failed so you know it wasn't you know it was like it was basically Good like uh, uh like not you know it is, starts as maybe something yeah. they believe in some good investments they believe in but then they fail so they go to some other people to pay back these people yeah. and then it sort of snowballs yeah. into a ponzi no fair enough so, that's true so it doesn't yeah. need to be that i'm just like you know i'm just worried of anything that like i guess isn't 100 percent like um you know isn't like 100 percent legit to an extent just calling it a ponzi scheme because yeah i know i know yeah. ponzi scheme really it's, has that thing where the person is just taking money and giving it yeah just to a little bit, even though my thing about inter- in 
intentionality is not necessarily part of it. That is very true. Or like you, you always see even, I, I love these little crime, one hour crime things on Bloomberg where it's like the guy working, like, you know, the dad who works in his garage and he starts taking stocks and like money from like friends and all this. And the next thing you know, he's oh, successful yeah, 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 yeah. and it's over his head and he's like give money to that person and this person. Man, recent- That's like a like classic, classic Ponzi scheme. The, so yeah, yeah. So Re- I mean, limitations recent- to that analogy. Man, recently there was a vet that I used to know. He used to come and really help our horses. You know, he was very good vet and all that. And then he ter- I, we found out, I was with, like we were seeing some old friend that a couple of months ago he had killed himself. He used to always tell us to uh, uh, give him money so he brings in like these things that are supplements or uh, these equipments you use for horses stuff mm-hmm. like food horse supplements and that type of thing and uh, you know we weren't that we like I was a child my dad was never that much interested you know but apparently for like 15 years he had been taking money from like friends and people that were his customers he was a vet he was you know and he was about in Iranian, like I'm trying to, it was like about two, three million dollars in Iran. He was in debt when he killed himself. Jeez. And yeah, I mean, he did it with a gun. He, he did it with pills, I think, or something. And yeah, it was classic Ponzi because he was basically saying that, you know, and I, I guess he was doing probably some business. He was, but it, But is that Ponzi know. scheme or is that like theft? Well, like a well, classic I, kind of theft. I guess Ponzi scheme is when it's specifically like in America and in a financial. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But this was like this was yeah. This was like they had a card. They had like they had checks on him. They had you know in Iran you give somebody money, and then you get a check from them for time you know after and all that. So there was some legal stuff, but yeah, it wasn't. I don't. He wasn't a corporation or he wasn't a firm. So yeah, it was it was one of those shocking stories yeah, that yeah. it's just I couldn't believe it. Very man. sad, and I mean, why would a vet? Very, I mean, you know, in sad. different situations, but vets at least here don't need to make any extra money. <laughs> Call for man, my dog. Was, they're I mean, like, come man, back in two weeks. They're like, okay, <laughs> she might die no, until was, then. <laughs> I mean, he, and he was you know one of the best one. Was a famous yeah. one. Apparently, he had a big drug problem, and you know all that too. So I see. Who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm now I'm gossiping about <laughs> the dead. So you know, who knows? Yeah. who knows? Okay, all right. Let's wrap this up. So, folks, please leave your comment, question, criticisms, and everything else down below. Thank you very much for staying with us and watching the show. And please like and subscribe. And we'll see you in our next video. Thank you.